We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yerp, what's going on everybody? Welcome to the Pride Podcast live post-game show for the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host for today, Malcolm, and we are sponsored by Underdog Fantasy Sports, and I'm actually here with my good friend, the legend, Pierre. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm just annoyed right Pierre now. Pierre is annoyed. Let's talk about it, man. Pierre, what, what's going on, man? You saw the Lions game versus the Rams. You're annoyed. You're annoyed. Um, what, what's going on? So going into the game, I thought we had a chance. But then me and you talked on the podcast that like the Lions are going to pull some tricks today. They had to. And they did. And you were right on the onside kick. You actually called that. But what's really frustrating is the quarterback play. The quarterback is holding the offense back. Um. Jack Fox throws a better ball than Jared Goff. <laughs> that was a pretty pass by, by Jack Fox. He, I dead ass. Like every pass that Jared Goff throws, it's like wobbly. He's playing with no confidence. Um, threw a really bad pass there at the end. Like the Lions just don't trust Goff. Even I don't know if you saw on that third down play. He had Goff, he had Hawkinson wide open, and he just threw it out to take a field goal. He had a miscommunication with DeAndre Swift. I think that was on Swift, but yeah, that was on Swift. You got to get that shit like figured out. We're in week eight now, right? Week seven, week eight, whatever it is. Yeah, it's just so frustrating. Communication issues, checking down in the two minute offense that does nothing for you, man. Like take a shot, take chances. I'm just tired of it. I don't like this conservative QB. I don't. I don't know, man. I can't deal with it, bro. It's so frustrating to watch every single week. Last week it was behind. Um, he threw the ball behind the first down markers in the throw. This week is he scared to throw down the field. He throws a key interception. Like the Lions don't even trust him. They probably told him, like, look, if there's nothing there, throw it out on that field goal. Because he had Hawkinson wide open, bro. 
wide open on that third down play, but instead the Lions get a field goal. That's a touchdown. DeAndre Swift, miscommunication. You can't have these issues in week seven. This is stuff that happens in week one, week two. We're in week seven now, and he's a veteran quarterback. He also throws it to a fucking right guard. Last week he threw it out on fourth. No, seriously, last week that was that was legendary. I mean, I'm I'm gonna just say I've never seen that before. But that last was, week that was he hilarious. Threw out of on fourth down as a veteran quarterback, and this week he throws it to a right guard. Like I'm tired of him, bro. Pierce, I'm tired of golf. I just can't deal with it anymore. Man, I I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I feel right now, man. I have no emotions about this game. And the reason why is because I seen this coming. I, I said this is going to be a very tough, tough fall game, close to the end, and we're going to lose. I mean, I, at the end of the day, the better team won. That that's the way I look at it. I mean, they were offensively, defensively, they're the better team. I mean, you got to give tip your hat off to Aaron Glenn, man. He his defensive game plan this week was phenomenal. He kept us in the game, and you can, I mean, yeah. even with all the trickery that we did, you know. We tried damn near everything. You know, we went for it. Fourth downs, we went fake punts, fake field, um, onside kicks. It was, it was, they actually made this game kind of entertaining, which was, which was great, man. I mean, as a fan, I mean, this is what, this is what I expected. I mean, I would have been shocked if we would have pulled it off, but as far as keeping it close and, and losing a close game, I called that in the beginning. I called that in the beginning. So, I mean, I'm not too, I'm not, I'm not frustrated. I mean, I've seen this coming. I mean, the reason why I'm just frustrated, just like the quarterback, like he's in his what sixth year, seventh year, whatever it is, and he still makes the same damn yeah, mistakes. I mean, like I, I wasn't expecting anything just, different from golf. And that I think that's why my mindset was like, okay, we played it close, we did what we could, we lost. You know, I I I, I think just, with Jared Goff, uh, he had. I mean, it just it just offensively, we're just not there. I mean, offensively, we're just not there. It's, it's what it is. They don't trust Bob. It's pretty obvious. They don't trust him. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about them not trusting him. Look, I like the good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, literally, Campbell did everything he could, but Jared Goff lost him the game today. He literally did everything he could. Um, yeah. Fake, fake, I'm sorry, fake punt, right? Yeah. Onside kick, goes for it on fourth down. Like, he pulled every back, but Jared Goff is holding this team back. Yeah. If they had, like, somewhat average quarterback, they would have had two or three wins by now. He, he continues to throw turnovers in the red zone. In the two-minute offense, like, at the end of the game, he's checking it down to DeAndre Swift with, like, 30 seconds left. Like, what are you doing? I mean, we, I mean, it's tough because you look at our receivers, man, and who who's a guy that you want to – Forget about the receivers, though, bro. What, 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 I'm, say, what right? I'm saying is that who do you expect – to win those those deep balls, and this is what I'm looking at. All right, so when you look at that interception, the first one, the the second one was bad. The second one was bad. The first interception you threw in the, in, in the red zone, I don't put that much. I don't put that 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 much on Jared Goff. Jalen Ramsey read that play like a bug. He did, but did you see him get clobbered by Aaron Donald? <laughs> don't throw the ball. You don't throw that ball. Man. I mean, you don't throw that ball. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the thing. Now you know people want him to take the deep shots. He he took a the shot to the end zone, and he got picked off. This is what everybody wanted. Everybody want those those balls. Well, here's the thing: now, when he takes his shots, they're bad decisions, bro. He makes bad decisions every single week. Every, Mike Malcolm, I mean, bro, he threw it to a right guard. That that was bad. I mean, that was <laughs> that was that was horrible. Last week, no, like I'm just saying, like every week there's something new. That last week he throws it out on fourth down. Who the hell throws a ball out on fourth down, right? This yeah. week he throws it to a right guard. 
Like, honestly, bro, I'm just tired of this. I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not. He's a veteran quarterback. <laughs> it's not like if he's a rookie, I get it, but he's a vet. How long has this guy been in the league? Hold up. Let me just look this up. He came in the league in 2006. So this is what? We're in 2001. So that's what? Five, six years? Five years, six years? I think he's been here five years, six years. This is, this is his sixth six season. season. Like, you can't make these making rookie mistakes, bro. Yeah, it happens. I'm not. I'm, again, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm proud of the team, regardless. I'm not really worried about Jared Goff because he's not like the, 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 the franchise future quarterback of this. Field. I don't care about that right now. No, he's not I mean, th- this is a game that I expected us to lose. You, you thought we were gonna get blown out. I mean, we kept it a lot closer. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, bro, your expectations change during a game, though. Like you see him fighting, you see him clawing. The team's doing everything they could. The defense doing everything they could. Right. There was not one point in this game yeah. that I said we were gonna win this game. And then I actually thought we had a chance, yeah. and then um, that, that's where you—that's where you went wrong, man. This, this, this is a Lions team that always—I mean, I told you in the pregame. This is something. That, this is history. They always do this. They, when you expect them to get blown out, they find a way to lose a close game. They keep you in there, like, oh shit, this game is close. I could go back to the when we played the Chiefs, when we played the Rams in 2018. Um, hell, when you played the, the 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 Ravens this year, every single game you think it's a blowout, they find a way to lose a close game. That's why for me, I just look at this game like, oh, they're keeping it close. This is something the Lions always do. I'm not gonna get sucked in. There. Oh, did we had a chance? I, I knew we we're gonna lose this game. At some point, though, I think you have to start blaming Jared Goff. You really have to. I mean, whether you would have lost or won, he lost you this game. Yeah, I mean, he th- he, he had two turnovers. I mean, let's let's just let's break down the first half. How do, I mean, instead of just looking at Jared Goff and saying this is all Jared Goff's fault, this is this is break down the halves, man. Um, what what do you see from the Lions in the first half? Um, basically, the plan was obviously to keep Stafford on the field, and we talked about that in the pregame show. They and they executed on those plays: the the onside kick, the fake punt. Um, I liked what they did. They only got ten points out of it, which sucks. I wish they got fourteen, but um. Then what happened? I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, that that play on Jerry Jacobs, man, that was BS, bro. Lions stopped him. They would have punted it. Maybe Detroit could have scored again. Who knows? But that was a ticky tack foul. That was a ticky tack yeah. foul. That was terrible. That was plays like that too, man. Like it doesn't help because the margin for error for this team is so little. Even if it's an awful call, it just destroys you. Yeah, it does. I mean. That, that, that was that pass interference. That was just I never. I, they, I mean, I'm not sure if they called it because she was face guarding. I, I don't. I don't know. I think he played the play perfectly. I think that was a good. But face guarding is not a penalty anymore. You don't have to turn around. I guess what they're saying is if you make contact with the with the receiver before the ball gets there, that's that's the that's the face guarding um, pass interference. But they were both they were both contact. They were both going exactly. That's why. I, that's why I thought that was a very good defensive play, but. That's what I said. That was a good defensive play. Yeah. Like if if he wasn't going with him, like Jacobs was just contact, yeah, that's a PI, right? But Van Jefferson actually looks like he actually they could have called OPI on that play, but they were both going at it. Um yeah, I, I didn't see the defensive penalty. I didn't see the um, defensive pass interference there. Yeah, I think the defense I, I think the offense and the defense, they played it very well the first half. They did what they're supposed to do. I mean, they could have put up more points. They should have put up more points in the first half. Um, but I mean, if you wanted if you look at the game, you're like, all right, what was the score? 13, 13, 10? No, it was, it was, it was, it was, I got to go back and watch. 
17 in the first half i got i go go back and watch it but um yeah they they kept it a lot closer than than we all thought it would be yeah it was uh 16 16 17 so they were only down by one point in the second half that's that's you're talking about a team that's you know that you're overmatched overpowered that team the rams team is you look on paper man they're way better way better than us way better than us but but when your coach um like literally is doing everything in his power to give you a chance yeah and the defense is making plays the defense is stepping up right um we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's just, bro. I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I hate to put it all on golf, but like he's he's a big problem right now. Yeah, you are. You're putting everything on golf. I, I think it. I think not putting everything on golf. I'm just saying, like he he's he's a problem, bro. He he's too. I don't know, man. I just don't think he had. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. To me, he's not the answer. He's not going to be this long term solution. I'm not worried about it one bit. I mean, as, as far as this game. It's a mixture of a lot of things as far as like what screwed us over. You're talking about penalties. You're looking at, um, you know, quarterback not in the same, I guess, the quarterback and the receiver down the same page, quarterback and the running backs on the same page. It's just like offensively, they're not on the same page. And it could be because we don't have that number one guy. You know, we don't have that number one receiver that's, that's going to, you know, beat his guys that you can, you can always trust that's going to beat his guy. So th- I think that could be a big issue as well. Yeah. But you know, right now Jared Goff is working with what he's working with. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know how many. Yeah, we'll have a couple wins if we had a different quarterback. You had a guy that's you know, uh, uh, I think you have a way better quarterback. I think we have a couple wins, but this you got to look at the end of the day. We lack talent. I think that's that's the big part of it. We do like they do lack talent. There's no doubt about that, but. Um... It's just these mistakes in the red zone, bro. They're costly, man. They're really costly. It, it's hard. It, when they keep happening to every single week, 
it, it gets it's really frustrating to watch. It really is. I didn't have no problem watching that game. I think this is a good. I think the Lions gave everything they had. No, I like the game. Don't get me wrong. The game, I'm just saying the mistakes in the red zone are really frustrating to watch, and the takedowns and the two minute offense. It's just like, man, I don't know. I, I don't have try. I don't. I don't have faith in Gotham. I really don't. I, I get you. I mean, they played this game exactly how I called in the pregame. Called is that guy called in pregame? I said the Detroit Lions need to make this very boring game to the to the fans. I don't care if it was boring to the fans. I don't care if it's boring to Pierre. I don't care if it's boring to everybody else. All you had to do is make very long drives and win the time of possessions and, and keep Stafford off the field. They did. They did that. Yeah. I mean, they score too. Yeah. They, they they need definitely need to score. Um, they won the time of possession. I mean, they had the ball for thirty. Damn near 30, 33 minutes. Um, the L.A. Rams had it for 27. So they, they won a time of possession. They had long drives. They kept Stafford on the field. They had a lot of checkdowns. I mean, checkdowns is a part of, you know, sustaining drives and having long drives. And But, you know, they couldn't score in the red zone. And it, it boils down, I think it boils down to Jared Goff. And, and also, man, we lack playmakers, man. I think, I think that's a big part of it as well, too. I know we want to put all the, blo- the the blame on Jared Goff, and it's easy because he's a quarterback. And you know, if he makes a bad decision, or if if he throws the ball and the receiver's not there where they're supposed to be, or you know, it, it's it's put on Jared Goff. But we like playmakers. I, I I think it'll be a lot easier if if he had an elite receiver in the red zone. Malcolm, here's the thing though. Like what I'm trying to say, like last year. He had all these guys with him in LA, and it was the same golf. Yeah, no, it was, this, so I just this, don't. This wasn't the same golf. He's a lot worse than he was last year and the year before. Okay, but Malcolm, like, if you go look at his numbers last year, like, he wasn't anything special. He had all these guys that Stafford has right he now. He wasn't special. He wasn't special. I'm not saying he was special, but I'm saying like, maybe he'll have a better shot of completing a red zone touchdown if he had an elite receiver. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's great. I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying like these red zone. I think it's a mixture of every, I think nice I think year. it's a mixture of more of golf, but I think it's also a mixture of not having an elite, having a, a receiver he can trust. I think that's what it boils down to. I mean, last year his numbers he had three thousand nine hundred fifty-two yards, twenty touchdowns, and thirteen picks. That's I, I mean, mean you look similar. look at look at Stafford in twenty eighteen. It's the same exact numbers. Are we going to put say Stafford was bad? I'm not comparing. Oh, I'm, I'm, not I'm not going to say he's Stafford. I'm not saying he's Stafford. I'm not saying. I'm not going to say he's Stafford. But I'm just saying, like in 2018, you look at Stafford's numbers. You saw the same thing. But what? No, 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 no. In 2018, no. He, no. Stafford is a franchise quarterback. He, he, golf is he, not. he, he is a he, he is a franchise. Quarterback. I'm talking about you. You just you just put, talked about Jared Goff's numbers from last year. Yeah, but you said he needs playmakers. He had playmakers last year, and he still wasn't good. And that's why McVeigh was so frustrated with him. He shipped him out for two first-round picks and the third-round pick. I'm not saying this guy's good. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying this guy's good. All I'm saying is that he will probably be a lot better in the red zone if we had an elite receiver. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Because right now, he's throwing jump balls at Khalif Raymond. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Khalif Raymond, okay. Who's our number one receiver? Cardell Hodge? We don't have a receiver. This is this is what it, this is what it is. We just don't have a guy. And yes, it's Jared Goff's fault, but I just think it'll be a lot different. Maybe maybe it'll be different. Maybe it'll be he'll be able to score. I don't think honestly. I don't think I'm not saying he'll be good. I don't, th- I don't think he'll be good. I think he'll probably be able to convert more of those red zone opportunities if he had a number one option. You don't think he'll be good? You don't think he'll be able to convert 
the Rizzo opportunity if you had like a guy you could give a jump ball to? Like a I mean they do have that, but they don't really use him. It's Hawkinson. I mean Hawkinson is a tight end, but I'm talking about like if you had like an elite receiver like um Darren uh, uh, Devontae Adams, <laughs> you don't think he'll be able to convert in the red zone? Yeah, you would. I don't know. <laughs> he would, because Devontae Andrews will find a way to be open, and you'll beat one-on-one coverage. Our guys right now can't. None of yeah, them. again, but Malcolm, like, here's the thing with golf, though, bro. But like, guys are open. He's just missing them. He bro. is missing. Like, forget about the playmaker stuff. He is missing. I hate that excuse for him. He doesn't have wide receiver. He's missing guys that are open. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I mean, and, and you, you look back at all quarterbacks, and this is frustrating for golf because, you know, we're watching this daily, and this is the thing that we're kind of – I would say spoiled from Matthew Stafford. Because with Matthew Stafford, we're not used to seeing crap like this. Because Matthew Stafford always had an elite level, played at played at a high level with bad talent around him that he would he wouldn't do stuff like this. We never seen stuff like this before. But you look at all the lower tier quarterbacks, shit like this happened all the time. Shit like this happened all the time with lower tier quarterbacks. I mean, you're gonna have overthrows. They're gonna miss their, they're gonna miss receivers and, and Jared Goff, he doesn't go through his progression well. He's not a great he's not a good quarterback. <laughs> he he's probably below average right now. He's definitely playing below average. He's he's one of the yeah, worst. Yeah, I, I can't think he's on there with I can't, like as as far as like the starter quarterbacks, I can't think of anybody that's playing worse than him right now. As far as starters. Oh, uh, there's a couple of guys. Zach Wilson is struggling a little. Um Yeah. Yeah, Zach Wilson. I mean, you're looking at rookies right now. You're looking at rookies. Oh, like veterans? Yeah, he's probably the worst veteran. Yeah. Him, Sam Donald's playing pretty bad too. Um, yeah, he's playing really bad right now. Yeah, Sam Donald's playing. playing yeah. Sam Donald is in a way better situation than Jared Goff is right now, and he's playing atrocious. <laughs> he has receivers. He has a. I mean, running back is injured, but he has he had receivers. Jared Goff doesn't have receivers. It's just tough, man. I think they played this game well, man, and I'm proud of them. I'm not I'm not going to put any blame on anybody in this game, to be honest with you. I'm not putting blame on nobody, and that's just me. No, they played. Like, they the played. Way they played. The game plan was really good, right? Yeah. The game plan was good. We kind of said, we kind of, like, said what they thought they would do, and they did that. Yeah. Um, pre-game show. So the game plan was good, but it's just, man, at some point, these mistakes just need to stop, like, Okay, if it's week one, week two, week three, I get it. But we're in week seven now, and the same mistakes are happening, and it's frustrating to watch. That's all I'm saying. Like, they need to get corrected, and they're just not. It's not going to get corrected. It's Jared Goff. I mean, this is the guy who. That, that's the problem. That, that's what I. That's the problem I have with him. Like, he's in the sixth year, and he's a. I mean, he's bad. He's not even average anymore. We thought he was average coming into the year. He's he's really bad. He's not he's not good at all. Yeah, I mean, we looked at him on average with a really good receiving core, and now when he doesn't have it. We're saying he's awful. I mean, you look at even you look at Cooper Cup's numbers, right? He took um, like he was good with Goff, but with Stafford, he's putting up elite numbers. Cooper Cup is playing great with Stafford. Yes, I mean Stafford is an elite quarterback. He's an elite quarterback. Yeah, is, is this is this what it is? Um, but Jared Goff, I mean, just like Campbell said, he, I think everybody needs to step up offensively. Everybody needs to step up. And and what I like from this 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 um this game, I actually have some negatives and positives. What I didn't like from this game, as far as the short yardage, there was a play that we saw. Um, they hand the ball to Swift on third and one. 
Swift got Swift got stonewalled. He didn't go anywhere. Yes, that they was hurried to the line, and they tried to run the same damn play to DeAndre Swift. Um, this is what I don't get with the lines, and they actually figured it out. That I guess in the as the game went on, they said, okay, maybe we need to hand this ball off on short yardage to Jamal Williams, which I've been saying that they needed to do since week two or since week one. Um, short yardage plays, they need to give the ball to Jamal Williams. He needs to be your short yardage back. And what, yeah, I mean, and as you saw, um, as yeah, the game went on, the short third and ones, hand the ball to Jamal Williams, guess what? You get a first down. Fourth and one, get hand for first down. Um, Jamal Williams is that guy that's going to get you those tough yards. He, you know, he, they need to just keep with that trend. And um, on fourth down, just hand him the ball. And third and third and ones and fourth and ones, any kind of short yards, just hand the ball to Jamal Williams. That's what I like from this game. And as far as in the passing game, Jared Goff, he did have a – I want to say it was – I want to say this was his worst game because I've seen worse games from Jared Goff. He actually made some throws. I was like, okay, Jared Goff. Like when he um, threw the ball to Raymond in the – Coming across in the drag route, and he has some, and you yeah. know, he has some good throws, but he does have some terrible throws. So, Jared Goff definitely needs to, like, as Campbell would say, play better. But honestly, man, I think I don't see, I think it's a mixture of both, man. Yeah, wow. I don't see, think it's a mixture of both. And Kareef Raymond had a hell of a game, man. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, Swift did too. Yeah, Swift, Raymond, still getting the pass game. Kareef Raymond had his best game probably as a pro. Six catches, 115 yards from Cleve Raymond. I mean, this he's playing like yeah. that guy. He he's playing like his number one option. And this 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 is what it says. This this just seeing Cleve Raymond out there as your number one option says a lot. He's not a number one guy. He's not a number one receiver. Right. Um I I also wanted to bring up like on that the play was swift, but they also had like a rookie undrafted rookie tight end, basically one from the other side of the field to the other side to get a block. Um, that was, uh, I didn't like that at all. You're asking for a rookie undrafted kid who barely, like barely really practiced with this team. He's been on the practice squad, right? He hasn't really been with the starters and you're asking him to go out and run on the other side of the field and block. That's like kind of an impossible task. If you ask me, um, but some positives, man. I think Jerry Jacobs, I think this kid's legit. I actually think he's a starter in this league. I think we found us a starting corner um, as an undrafted kid. This kid played well against Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase balled out today against Marlon Humphreys, put like 200 yards or whatever. Um, yeah, I saw that. Jerry Jacobs is legit, man. He also, that, that PI call was weak, and he also had like, he had good coverage on that Stafford pass. Stafford just threw a heck of a ball. Yeah, I mean Stafford. I guess he saw the the, the height advantage. Jefferson has a few inches over Jacobs. She just threw a perfect jump ball, man. You know Stafford. I'll say this about Jacobs. He's made more plays than Akuda has while he's played. Like I said, that, I said that a couple episodes ago. That's exactly what I said. I said I've seen more. I've seen more from Jerry Jacobs than Jeff Akuda's in his time being here, and that that's not that's not a good sign. Yeah, that's that's not a good sign. So. I mean, not on that I mean, top. Shout out to AP and AG. They get, they're coaching these guys up. And AJ Parker, like, he's been up and down. But, man, you saw the drop off. Once Parker got out, they literally, they all, they right away went at Worley and they destroyed Worley. Yeah. Worley. I'm going to say this, you know, as far as the Jeff Okuda thing, I'm, I'm going to say this, you know, 
I do believe, and this is a guy who probably who criticizes Jeff Okuda probably more than anybody. I'm gonna say this: I do believe Jeff Okuda probably would have had a great year this year. I think he would have had a solid year this year yeah. if he would have played, I'm he stayed healthy. Just because of what um, RB Pleasant has been doing with this defensive back, the defensive backs, and Aaron Glenn, yeah. I think I think Jeff Okuda probably would have had a great year. Even, you know, not looking at. His first like from the first game when he gave up that huge pass to um, the huge touchdown to um your boy um Debo Samuels, but I think he would have had a great year. So it's just very unfortunate for Jeff Okuda. I don't know if he's gonna be able to bounce back and and take that job from Jerry Jacobs because Jerry Jacobs is playing like he's playing like the starter right now. He's playing like like Jacob is Jacob is the best corner on the team right now. In my opinion, even better than Amani. Coverage wise, yeah. I think Amani just been at the right place at the right time, which is <laughs> pretty yeah, good. Which is pretty good. I mean, yeah, you gotta be there sometimes. Sometimes it just falls like that. You're in the right place at the right time. Um, but yeah, as far as coverage wise, I think it's because more teams are taking are are testing Jacobs more because he's an undrafted free agent, that undrafted rookie. So I think they're testing him more, and that's why you're seeing more of him in coverage. But I can't take it nothing away from Amani because Amani's not getting much targets. Which is, no, which is, right. it's, 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 it still shows on that, and that he's probably handling his own. But yeah, Jacobs, man, he's a bright spot for hell. Our defense is playing lights out right now, man. They're playing really good. At, Tracy Walker too. I mean, this guy, they should pay him right now before his price goes up more and more. I, I think Tracy Walker. He's only twenty six years old. I think you pay him because he played great today, and if you don't pay him, his price is just going to go up and up and up into the off season. So yeah, I think they should pay him now. Um, I don't know if they will or not. I don't know if the lines, like if this current staff negotiates contracts during the season, the previous staff really didn't do that. So I, I don't know how this front office is with yeah. that stuff, but I don't know how they're going to handle it, but man, as far as their rushing defense, they held Henderson to 45 yards. Sony, Michelle, um, Sony, um, Sony only had four, four yards. So, their running defense played a lot well. And I've been saying this for a long time, even though they're ranked 20, I think they're ranked 28th right now in run defense. They play a lot better than that number. Do you don't yeah. want to, if you're looking at that number and you're judging Detroit Lions run defense, you're going to, you know, be disappointed. Like, you know, you don't want to look at that number because they're playing a lot better than that number. And then that number is, is, is from a lot of like that one or two big plays that they give up in a game. This game, they didn't give up no big in the running game. They didn't give up no big plays. So that's why, they're able to hold Henderson to 45 yards, which is really good. Um, Stafford getting 334 yards. That's kind of expected, man. I'm not. And that's Stafford, man. Like, we know what he could do. That's not really a surprise. Stafford stretch defenses apart, especially a young defense. That's not. Yeah. I mean, they the defense did the best they could. They did the best they could, man. That's all I'm going to say. They did the best they could. They, yeah. they, they gave it the all. So I'm proud of them. I'm proud of the defense. And I'm even, even though Jared Goff had the two turnovers. I'm proud of the offense as well, man. I mean, they they didn't win the game, but they kept entertaining, I, I would say. I got to get a shout out to a Panay <laughs> Aaron Donald got in his face and he took no shit from that man. Yeah, he did. Actually, I can't wait to go, I can't wait to go back and watch the tape to just see that battle because I, I'm pretty sure they had Aaron Donald wind up with Sue a couple times and I haven't seen Aaron. I mean, he gave up a lot of pressures, a lot of hurries. Didn't get any sacks, so that was pretty interesting. I want to see how they played him. Most of the pressure came from the interior, not really from the outside as much today. Yeah, I know. 
But I got to, I mean, I'm not going to go back and watch it. I know you record and stuff, but it just seems like most of the pressure came from the interior. Looked like Sua played well, like from the eye test, from like yeah. just watching it. But I, I want to see it. Um, one other thing I really didn't like either, I wish the Lions attacked the edges more than running up the middle. Uh, other than that, though, I thought it was like they did everything they could, I guess, and they just came up short. And, and in the chat, I'm looking at the chat right now, um, Mike. Mike said that where was Amon Ross St. Brown? Oh, you want to talk? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, just bring him up. Mike K, what's going on, man? What's up, what's up fellas? Mike? I love hearing the talk, man. I love hearing this talk, man. You guys are doing some you guys both have some very valid points. You know, I think um I think you both are saying the same thing about golf, just kind of saying it different ways. I understand yeah. Malcolm. And I said this at the beginning of the season, they were setting him up to fail. He was a shitty quarterback, but we were setting him up to be abysmal like he has been. I mean, exactly. so you know what I mean? Uh, I think the one thing that I look at and that scares the shit out of me is you look at Brad Holmes, okay? He drafted golf. Well, he was part of the team that made golf the number one pick. He was director of college scouting at the time. And, and if you say that, and he made that trade because yeah, I think golf. he loved golf. We, Maybe that's him being stubborn and being arrogant. Well, he didn't make the trade. He, the GM made the trade, but he, like, golf was his guy. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, but bringing him, I mean, there was a lot of offers on the table. Obviously, there was a lot of things in play, why they, why they chose the offer they did. But ultimately, you know, he, I think a lot of it was that he had a, still had a high. But what scares me about Holmes, and this is the, the, the season's playing out like I hope it would, which would be they'd lose a lot of games and still, because they're still missing impact players. And they're only going to get them, I mean, right. not only, but the highest likelihood of them getting impact players is drafting in the top five, which they didn't do a lot of. People think they did a lot of that over the last decade. They didn't. So that was part of the reason. They were drafting in the 20s and the 15s, and they were getting home home players. My, my, what, I'm, what I'm scared of, and we talked about this even, Pierre, even before the season we were running this stuff, is, okay, Holmes drafted this guy, right? Pushed to get him drafted. This guy doesn't have one single yeah. trait. That's good. He can't throw the ball far. He's not accurate. He's not mobile. He doesn't have, he doesn't stand in the pocket. He doesn't, if you look at him and you think, and you just look at golf as one player, there's not a single thing that that guy does that has an elite trait. Everybody in the NFL has at least one elite trait. This guy has none. He can't throw accurately. All the stuff I mentioned, you look at the draft picks this year on an Owen seven team. There's not many of them contributing. Now Sewell, no brainer pick. People could say Rashawn Slater, Slater's probably having a better year, but he's probably better set up, better quarterback. He's probably sh- looking differently to show up. So you you got to say that that was a no-brainer pick. But you start looking down the line, like Kadero Hodges. How's he playing over Amon, uh, Brown, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown? There's- I think you're a little overreacting here. You're, we're talking about – I know, but, but Pierre, well, you, you, they still have to play. Like, like- they are playing. It's just – I think it's like a slight. I mean, Ali McNeil is playing well. Levi's rookie has made some plays. Derek average, Kirk. average players. I mean, but they're not popping. Dude, we're talking about rookies here. Like, we're talking about third round, fourth round rookies. We, we got to be patient here. Yeah, but what? Okay, what about the second round pick, Levi? Levi he's played. He's made plays when he's played. Like today, he actually stuffed a run. Yeah. Um, Levi, 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 Levi's I mean, making plays. That's not. Hurt. That's not showing up on the stats right now. Like. It's just not showing up. Okay, I agree. And but I mean, here's the thing: on an Owen on an Owen seven team, we got to start seeing some of these young players that they drafted in their first in their first go around. Now, albeit they didn't have a lot of picks, 
but they still had to maneuver. And I think they took, I think they missed on some guys. If you really look back at it and we look at it and we say, okay, in the second round, will we took it Levi or will we took it somebody that would have helped our offense or could we done different things? We just don't have, and I want to listen to what you guys say. I'm just not, I'm just cautious. I have to see, and you look at the trades. None of the trades were great. None of the free agent signings outside of really Jamal has been good. I mean, Jamal was kind of a no-brainer either, too. I mean, they needed somebody. I mean, like, we haven't seen – I mean, they – Mike, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I'm not judging rookies seven games in. That's just not fair. Plus, like, the talent around those rookies right now, like, I'm in Rass St. Brown. You have Jerry Goff throwing the ball. If it was, like, let's say Stafford throwing the ball, he'd probably be a lot better, right? Like, I am not judging these rookies off of this year. It's just not fair. There's not a lot of talent around them. Um, Levi Onzeruki, he was hurt, right? Yeah, They're bringing along slowly. He's starting to play more. Um, Aline McNeil, I thought, has done well for a rookie. Derek Barnes has made some plays. Like we, Jerry Jacobs, undrafted kid. AJ Parker, undrafted kid. The rookies are contributing. I actually like what I'm seeing from the rookies. Yeah, but you don't get credit for Jerry Jacobs and those guys because if they were, if you thought they were as good as they ended up being, you would have drafted them. You know what I mean? Like they got lucky. Let's okay, but, they, but that's not fair though. They still found them. Like you're yeah. saying, Brad Holmes missed, but they still found these guys. So. I don't know. I mean, dude, I mean, I'm with you, and I love your take on Jerry Jacobs. I, I think that kid, he reminds me a lot of Mel, of, of Malcolm Butler. If, I mean, uh, uh, that you, the, the 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 guy used to play for the Patriots, and then I think he just retired. He was playing for the Titans. Like very sticky, good in coverage. I, I mean, I, I I love the coaching staff. I think the coaching staff has done a phenomenal job. I just, I mean, here's my 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 my, and I want to understand, like, what do you guys think they're gonna do with golf next year? I mean, are we gonna have to spend another year watching this guy play? Because I don't know if I could. I might have to just. Sorry, just sucks, just but yeah. <laughs> sucks, but yeah, man. We're I mean, gonna see another yeah. year of golf. I mean, you probably will see another year of golf. Of golf. The thing is, they're probably gonna draft someone, maybe in the first, second, whatever. They're probably gonna draft someone. They're gonna sit in behind golf, or they're gonna bring like a guy who's like who's kind of hungry for a chance, like maybe like a Drew Locke or two. I don't know. I'm just like bringing some random names, right? Like a young quarterback who hasn't really worked out maybe to compete with golf or they'll draft someone. I think they're going to do that next year. Um, do you think that they have, there's any market for him? Like to that dump? No. I mean, I know they're kind of no. nothing. Oh, no. no, you have to add a pick to it. If you want to dump them, the lines are not in the they're business. Gonna, of doing yeah, it. They're not going to do that. So we have to watch this guy for another, what now another 27 games. I, I don't know, man. I mean, can any of you guys, I mean, do you really feel like you could do that mentally? I mean, this is, I mean, we, we saw this coming in. I mean, we kind of knew this was going to be the, a rebuild that was going to be like our right, year, year one, year two, and then maybe year three. We, we figured that, you know, that's where we have our expectations for this team. Yeah. And when, when you like, um, and to answer your question about like how we trust Holmes evaluating quarterbacks, Holmes actually brought in someone to help him with that. John Dorsey. Dorsey played a big part in drafting Mahomes. Played a big part in drafting Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield. Um, so Holmes actually addresses his weaknesses. Like his weakness is not a quarterback, but he brings in a guy who could scout quarterbacks. So, and the Lions actually were scouting Kenny Pickett last night. One of my Dorsey. favorites right now. One of my favorites right now. I, oh, I really? definitely have to say he, one he, of my favorites like right now. Years old, isn't he like 25 years old? I believe he's 23. Okay. I, th- I thought he was one of those super, super seniors, like the 60-year guys. Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, no. I mean, listen, there, people are shitting on this this QB uh, draft class, but I honestly was very intrigued with it. It reminds me a lot of that Mahomes year. A lot of guys with a lot of – some, you know, no complete player, 
but there's a lot of a lot of like there's enough to where I think we can get that second pick and, and have that in play for a quarterback and really take a high end player. I know they were scouting uh, Thibodeau. I mean, you look at Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, honestly, having the first pick is awesome, but it's not a it's not a prerequisite. There's no clear cut guy. I mean, you could argue Aiden. Oh yeah, I think there is a yeah. clear cut number one pick, and that's Kevin Thibodeau. Oh, you're talking about um, you're talking about defensively or. Well, I think they're going to go defense, no question, in the first place. There's no value up at the top of the draft other than defense. Yeah. I mean, they're going to either take Hamilton or they're going to – I think Hamilton fits the defense better, the safety from uh, Notre Dame. But, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just – you know, I, I, I think if you look at your splitting hairs, I, I know I like Thibodeau, but you can't – I mean, it could be argued, but it's hard to argue that Aiden Hutchinson is not the best player in the country right now. It's – I mean, go watch Thibodeau, man. I don't, I don't really want to get into this, but we have – um. We have other like we'll talk about the draft like more on later, but I have other guests on. Thanks for coming on, Mike. I gotta bring yeah. other guys on. Hey, thanks. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Oh man, you yes, hear me? Can. What's going on, Nate? Oh, man. Yes, yep. can. What's going on, Nate? Oh man, I wasn't gonna come on the show, but damn it, something made me want to come on the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me let me say this about the last caller. Thibodeau is the number one pick overall, hands down. Talent-wise, skill-wise, he's the number one pick. Ada Hutchinson's a good player, but Thibodeau's going to be a game-changer. Second of all, about this team being young, bro, we're the second youngest team in the NFL. How much more younger do you want to get? How much more younger do you want to see? These guys are exceeding expectations that we've even expected. I mean, if you look at the roster right now, we're rolling out practice squad players. We're rolling out you know, undrafted players. I mean, these guys, they're getting the best out they can with these guys. Um, Yeah, exactly. Kudos to the coaching staff. Now, I will say this. Goff cost us the game. I'm sorry, guys. You got to throw that ball away. You got to take the sack. You got to do whatever you can to not throw a pick at that time. I'm sorry. And you got to make that pass to Swift. That's an easy pitch and catch, man. He had a linebacker on him or a – or somebody that's not faster than him, and that's easy catch and touchdown. You got to make those plays, man. The problem with golf is that he doesn't make those plays, and he misses on plays. Yeah, that was on though. That was that was a halfback option. So it was like he he had the option to either sit there or or or, or take off. And it was just like a miscommunication between both of them. I I I get that, but man, golf has made a lot of things that just made me scratch my head that interception was the biggest one obviously because you eat that ball or you throw it away into the stands all quarterbacks know that and god i don't know what golf's thinking you got jalen ramsey literally head hunting you ready to take that pick and i mean it's almost like they know that he's gonna throw a pick it's just it, 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 it was just too much in that case listen this is what i'm gonna say about the lions i i fucking love this team okay I love the heart. I love the fight. I love every down and distance. They fight. They come up and they make plays that nobody expected them to make. And you look at the skill and the talent that this team is lacking with injuries or just overall, and they fight. And you know what? Today, the best coach was Dan Campbell. It was not Sean McVay. And you don't hear that a lot, especially from a guy who looks like a meathead out coaching Sean McVay, that is something that I think Lion fans can really pump their chest up and say, you know what? There's something about this coach that we see that give it time, 
it's going to happen for us. I, I truly believe that. And I've never said that about a coach with the Lions choice. It is. But just something about this guy, I just love. I literally want to go play for the Lions and run through a wall for this dude. Because he's different. he just, he gets it. He understands it. He's learning. Yeah. You know, and, and the calls he made today, I was not mad at all of them. The one call I will say is that first, that, that, that uh, fourth down call, you ran the same play. I would have done something different. Because you gave the defense the same thing. Yeah. But other than that, guys, I, I, I love this team. I love the fight. I told you that I know we're going to suck, but at least we're competitive. And we've been competitive in almost every game. And that's just kudos to the coaching staff for getting this team up. Everybody thought we we're going to lose by 50 points today and all that. And here we are in the fourth quarter, have a chance to win it. And, you know, shit happens. But, hey, all we can do is go forward. Yeah. I agree, man. I, I definitely agree, yeah. man. They they played, they played, they gave they gave everything that they had, man. So that's they played good enough to win. They played good enough to win a game they shouldn't have won. Yeah, Nathan, I'm with you. Like, I think like Goff basically lost the game. I mean, hundred percent on him, but a lot of it was on him. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say eighty percent of his own golf. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, that, I, mean, I mean, guys, you don't have receivers. I mean, we don't have receivers. I mean, you got Khalif Cl- Raymond, who's like five foot five out there. Yeah, he's a number You know, guy. making balling. Nobody thought he would be our leading receiver. You know, Anamara is going to come around. It's going to take some time. You know, but I mean, this team's la- lacking their left tackle. They're lacking their best center. I mean, you got a rookie twenty-year-old right. playing at 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 um. At the left side, you got Aaron Donald in the in, on the other side. Did Donald even have a sack? I didn't. I I, I wasn't able to watch the whole game. But no, did he, he, have, didn't. Like, he did not. But he did have a few pressures. Yeah, some, some pressures, pressure. few hurries, and some QB hits. That's amazing. I am amazed that he did not get one sack with that weak line that we have. That that is amazing. Yeah. He didn't get a sack, but like, damn, he made a yeah. Pass. He, he calls that that interception. The interception to um. Oh, Yeah, he pressured him, hit him, and that's what caused the ball to be short. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's how Ramsey picked it. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know what? This will be the last thing I say. I'll let you get to the, the callers. I want to um, I to see uh, Swift and Williams out there more together. I think those are mismatched nightmares on, on defensive sides. I want to see them because you just don't know who's going to get the ball. I'm with you on that. And actually, like, they had, like, a little – I forgot who it was. I think it was Chris Burke or someone. But they had, like, yeah. a little chart where they're together on the field and they're more successful when they're together on the field. Exactly. So, you don't know who they're going to get, who's going to get the ball. And they both are effective. So – They both could catch the ball Exactly. As well, so. so. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, man. Um, we'll keep the hope alive. You know, I love this team. I love what they're doing. Trust the process. I know it, people don't want to hear that, but – this team's going in the right direction. They got the right people in, in in place, and it's just a matter of time. So, hey. Nate, thanks, thanks guys. On, Nate. Yeah, no problem. All right, we have a couple more. We have Michael. What's going on, Michael? Oh, my goodness, boys. What's going oh, on, man? Holy hell. Man. <laughs> oh are you, are you on the I Hate Golf train, too? You know, I, I I understand what you're saying, Malcolm. I mean, who is he throwing to? The team is offensively is not that good outside of 
Swift and Hawk, but damn, bro, like, if we had Stafford in some of these situations, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, you're comparing a guy who's elite to a guy who's below average, so that's... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro, but, like, he just looks so damn nervous. Like, he... Have you seen, like, Talladega Nights, that movie? You know, when he gets hurt and then he can't even, like, drive anymore? (laughs) I I feel like that's golf right now, bro, like... Dude can't do anything. He just he doesn't throw down field. It's just it's frustrating. I was feeling you, Pierre. You were so pissed. I was like, you know, yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, I'm like, I got my emotions out of it now, but it was just like once you're done watching the game and you see this shit every single week and the same mistakes happening, it's just frustrating, man. Yeah, and like I get it. Like he, his receivers are shit, but like sometimes they're wide open and he just like he'll stare down like Hawkinson and miss someone. So yeah, he's not good at um going through his progressions. I mean, just, is, like, is this stuff the number one pick? Uh I mean in Kyle he was he, he was pretty solid in Kyle. It really shows how good of a coach McVay is. This dude McVay had him playing like some solid football. And then of course we're having a dog shit season as expected, and then it's like there's no quarterbacks. I mean, like, Matt Corral looks pretty good. You guys are talking about that other dude. I haven't really seen him, but it's like... Pickett? I like Arkham Strong. That's my guy right now. Okay. There's a few, there's yeah, a few guys. There's a few guys. I, I like... Right now, Kenny Pickett right now is probably where I'm at right now as far as quarterback. Kenny Pickett. There's a guy from Ole Miss. Um, yeah, he, he's pretty Matt solid. Corral. He's pretty good, too. Yeah. Like, what are the no, odds, Like the Lions are trash, awesome. and there's not like a Joe Burrow. It's just like, oh man. I mean, you got. I mean, right now we're in what week eight in, the, in college football. I'm telling you right now, Kenny Pickett's taking off right now. He's gonna get some buzz. He might even win the Heisman right now. So I think all that's gonna lead him to probably, you know, really? get. You know, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a first round quarterback, and not not number one overall pick, but he's definitely gonna be probably top top five, top ten quarterback in the draft. So, he played for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Who does he play for? Yeah. Can he pick it? Yeah. I haven't seen him. Yeah, the line record yeah. him yesterday. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I mean, he's watching. one of the top guys right now. So, I, I can see him taking off eventually as the season goes on in college football. But, um, I mean, they don't have to force. They don't have to rush a quarterback right now. Just if, they, if there's not no. one there. I don't know what helps you. Like, yeah. you have to I just thought him. about it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, senior Bowl. They're going to be coaching the Senior Bowl. Like they're one of the two worst teams. So there's some quarterbacks in Senior Bowl, and they get to work with those guys. That actually helps them a lot as well. Um, that's true. I just thought about that randomly. Sorry to interrupt. No, you know you're good, man. That that's that's huge. Shoot it. That it, it, if that's the case. I got to probably got to get get passes for that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I just hope they, they find their guy. Love the pod, boys. I love listening. I tune in every week to listen, and uh, I hope you guys have a good night. Hey, man, Michael. Thank you, man. You too. Malcolm, we have two more guests, and after that... Uh, yeah, no problem, man. Let them on. All right, we're going to go with David. What's up, David? Oh, there he is. David, you there? David. David, if you're there... Say something. Um. All right, I'm gonna bring him down. If he wants to come up, he could request. We have one more. Garrett, what's going on, brother? What's up, Garrett? Man, what's going on, man? What's going on, Pierre? What's going on, Matt? Huh? Hey, we chilling, man. We're good. Um. Very. Uh. 
interesting game to say the least. Uh, I know Pierre. I know Pierre for you and not going. It was a very frustrating game to watch. I understand how you feel about it. Um, I, the Lions. I mean, they're they're rebuilding. Their quarterback situation is a mess to say the least. They have no weapons offensively. The offensive line played. They played. They played well in spots. Obviously. Um, when, when you have, we don't, we don't really have a ton of weapons to work with the quarterback. I mean, he's going to make mistakes, but my God, Jared Goff! It once again, it just shows you that McVay really made him look a lot better than what he actually is. And now we're starting to see if he doesn't have a great offensive line, a great defense, and a running game. That I mean, he shows you he's an average quarterback, but a little average. Yeah, a little a- average to below average, depending on how you feel about him. Yeah. Um. But he, there were throws that were there that he missed um, in this game, early, middle part, and late in this game. Um, but but he, he he lost in this game. It wasn't it wasn't the defense. The defense played well enough for them to win. It wasn't the old line across from the game. It, this game to me, it falls all on golf. Yes, and yes, the lines are rebuilding. And I should have I should have took the line plus the points, but I didn't. So I did. I did. <laughs> Maybe I should have came on earlier and maybe took your advice. That I took the line points, but you know you live and you learn with stuff like that. But uh, this is a game. If you're if you're a Lions fan, depending on depending on what side of the fence you're on, you're either really frustrated because you got to deal with golf for the rest of the year and probably part of next year, or you're excited because you at least have maybe some piece that you can maybe build at least look forward to maybe having for next year and the rest of this year, but. It's tough, but this is a game the Lions probably could have, maybe should have won, give or take um, a couple plays here and there. But if golf, if golf makes certain throws, I mean, we're having a different discussion. But I mean, that's what happens when you have a really good quarterback to a average to below average quarterback. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you really yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. Pierre thinks he's the worst. He's the really bottom of the barrel right now. But yeah. He is, bro. He makes mistakes in the red zone. They don't trust him to throw down the field. His spiral is awful. His arm is trash. He's just not good. Yo, Garrett, I, 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 yo, you, you hit everything right now. <laughs> I mean, you're spot on. You, you, you're spot on with everything, man. Yeah, Garrett, um, right. yeah, man. I agree with you with that. But yeah. um, Jared Goff, you know, I said my piece with him. I know he's not good, but he, he's. I think we just have to deal with it now. It's the reality of this team. We just have to deal with yeah. it. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And and that's that, that that's the frustrating thing. Um, when you're a team that you know you need a quarterback plus other things, and then you're stuck, you're stuck with a a guy who's not definitely not going to be part of your future long term, obviously. But you kind of have to just ride out the rest of the season with him. So that's the unfortunate thing. It was kind of similar. Well, actually, no, I'm, I'm, I don't think it's comparable to what Jacksonville was doing because everybody knew Jacksonville was tanking. I don't think I don't think the situation. You know what this is similar to? So Miles Garrett was drafted number one overall a few years ago by the Browns. The following year, they took Baker Mayfield. This is kind of what it's comparable to. Like the Lions when, oh, take oh, the oh, oh, when, uh, when the Browns were running out, like Deshaun Kaiser and oh. yep, yep, yep. So they took they took Miles Garrett, and then the following mm-hmm. year they took uh, Baker Mayfield. So didn't they have the didn't they have the first and the fourth overall pick that year too, Pierre? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they took Denzel Ward as well. Okay. So um, you basically could like you could you don't need to like rush a quarterback because you're so early in the rebuild. You could build your team 
And then if there's a quarterback you like or love, you could use the picks you have and trade up for that quarterback. If you, you like the way your team is and you, you really trust the quarterback, you could get some picks and trade up. Because, see, let's say the Lions take Thibodeau at number one, right? Say the number one pick, and then Carson Strong falls to 13 or 14, whatever. They could use that Rams pick. They could use some other picks, and they could move up and get Carson Strong. They could do that. Or what they could do, say they don't really like any of these mm-hmm. quarterbacks, they take Kevon Thibodeau, number one, and then the following year they could use their Rams pick and their first-round pick and move up to top five or whatever and take a quarterback. So, or, you know, they might be a bad team yeah, because there's just absolutely. not a lot of talent on this team right now. So we'll see what happens, but I'm not really in a rush to take a quarterback if a quarterback isn't there because this team has a lot of holes to fill. Like, it's not like they're a quarterback away. If they were a quarterback away, fine, trade off for a quarterback, right? But they're, they're not. Yeah. No, they're definitely not. They need the, I mean, the offense, like, like the, I think the offensive line still needs to be, I mean, I don't want to say rebuilt, but still needs to maybe pat some holes. Um, the sk- offensive line is fine. It's just injuries, Garrett. Like we had two starters that are out right now. Okay, and 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 they held their own today against a very good Rams front seven today. Um, I'm I'm kind of with you. Like I think if the Lions, if they get the, the number one overall picking at this rate, I think they're trending towards that. I think it, if I'm them, don't reach, don't reach and try to take a quarterback. I would I would take Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, number one overall. I think he's the best prospect coming out this year. Even though it's like we'll wait till we talk about draft, but I think. We're trending in that direction. If if he if they're picking number one, I take Thibodeau, and then you then you continue to build out your roster and you fix other holes, whether it be skill, whether it be whether it be the skills, more um plays on the defense. Um, but don't don't try to don't try to reach and take a guy and then you rush him to rush to play him and he's nowhere near ready. So I I, right. I think they I think so I think I think Brad Holmes and company Dan Campbell. That like throughout throughout the season from now until the end and leading to the draft, they'll figure out. Let's okay. Let's figure out what guys are part of our future. What guys are part of the future? What guys aren't? Um, let's um, and like I said, I'm not sure if they're gonna maybe look to move guys at the deadline or if they're just gonna hold Pat or whatever. I think they should definitely look, look try to maybe move some more guys who won't be part of the future, accumulate more draft capital or whatever, and continue to build out this roster. Here they're actually. They're actually um, reportedly uh, looking for receivers. Um, they want to be buyers, so we'll see, though. I, I don't know, like, if it's worth to trade for a receiver right now. At this point, you're 0-1-7. You don't have much, like, let me, we'll see. Let me, let, me ask you, uh, let me ask you a question, man. So, I mean, I know right now our record, we're the worst team. And record-wise, we're the worst team in the league. But if you watch around the league, I don't think this is the worst team in the league. If, if no, yeah, no, yeah, not, because it, oh, like record wise, the worst. No, but there's a yeah, lot of teams that are just saying. But when I watch certain teams play, no, no, y'all aren't the worst team. Yeah, they're 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 other mess. Um, so what happens if we're the maybe the third, fourth, or maybe fifth pick? Then what do you do? Third, um, then you like maybe you explore looking at um the two quarterbacks in my the top two right now. I think are Coral Strong. You can Willis like has fallen off to me. He's thrown a lot of picks lately. Um. You maybe look quarterback, maybe look at like more defensive guys. Aiden Hutchinson's a beast. Uh, Kyle Hamilton's a great safety. Marcus mm-hmm. Leal, stud defensive lineman. You know, Nick Williams is getting older. Michael Bracker is getting older. If you have McNeil, Levi, and Leal up there, I mean, there, there's a lot of options. I don't really want to talk about the draft right now, but. Gotcha, you gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get more into that later. But um, Derek Stingley, I'm not really a fan of taking corners anymore in the top five, but he's, he's, he's different. I. Okay, so okay, so 
Okay, so I mean that's an interesting question. Malcolm brings up so like if they're not picking one, like say they're picking like maybe three or four or five, like who should they target? And I know Pierre, you just said you don't want like go get into that, but I think a guy that I think a couple guys that maybe they should target is a couple guys you mentioned, um, maybe a Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame who is that who who some who can run sideline to sideline has great speed. He can, his ball skills are really good. He he's a, he's a, he's pretty good open field tackler. Um, yes. so like, so they, um, yes, obviously, uh, the guy, um, Leo from, uh, A&M, um, Hutchinson from Michigan. So, I mean, they're going to have options. Um, I think honestly, where they're picking at one or in the top five, I think they should go defense regardless because like, um, I think I don't, I wouldn't reach and take a quarterback. Um, I would just, I would take, um, somebody to continue to add more weapons to your defense and continue to fix that side of the ball. Um, cause as you said, you said offensive line is fine. They just had two starters out today. So, and and I think yep. you can probably get more. I think you can get skill guys like later in later in the draft. Um, I mean, and they have some skill guys on the roster. Um, but I mean, I mean, we'll wait and see. The draft is still months away, so we don't rush that. But I mean, but I mean, yeah. those are just like you know conversations that are worth having right now because just in case they may come up later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And like the listeners obviously like draft talk. Um, everyone likes draft talk, but it is a little too early to talk about that. Um, Garrett, I have one more guest up that wants to come up. So if you have anything else to say, say it. If not, thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate it. Uh, actually, no, I just wanted to, I just want to kind of hop up, kind of show support, uh, show y'all some support. I know it's been a while since I hopped on, but I figured out at least I'd do so while I had time. Hey, Garrett, thanks a lot, man. You've been awesome, bro. No thanks, problem. Garrett. You'll appreciate it. Y'all, y'all boys hang in there. It'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know we that. Tried. We know that. <laughs> All right, we have uh David. What's going on, David? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, you you you're here now. That's what's up, man. What's going on, David? Yeah, man. I don't know. The app was acting all stupid, so I don't fucking know, man. Yeah. So I will that. say that golf is looking better this year than last year. He is sadly. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's more sure of himself. He's sadly he's not making better decisions necessarily, but he's looking better. I think that's how bad that's how bad he was last explain year. This. You got to explain hey, this. Hey man, question marks in the um in the chat. People are confused. People are like, "Huh? Hey. They don't know what." Look, <laughs> look who he I'm had. I'm saying emojis. Look, look who he had in L.A. last year, and look how he fucking played. And now look who he has now, and how he's playing. Look what Stafford's doing with the people he had last year. Yeah, Staff, Again, Stafford's an elite Stafford's quarterback, man. I've been saying this since, I understand what, that. since 2014. Man, and, and I got to say, Goff is, for us, he's the second coming of Rodney Pete, man. Yeah, you could probably say that. I, mean, I, I think we got some guys in here who don't who don't remember that long ago. But here, don't you don't know, know who Rodney Pete is? Oh, my God. Here, how young are you, bro? I I just started watching football in 2009. Oh, shit. Okay, never mind yeah. then. Okay, so <laughs> Rodney Pete was a first-round draft pick for us back in 87, 88, something like that. Yeah, around there. Mid to late 80s, first. and he was fucking trash, bro. He was, I mean, he was awful. Right he was a sixth-round pick. He was a sixth Is he a sixth? I thought he was a first-rounder. Oh, I was young. I was a kid then, so – he was thinking at pick 141 in the sixth round by the Detroit Lions. Okay, never mind then. I I thought he was a first rounder. I'm 
lost then. But no, he reminds me of fucking Rodney Pete or Mike McMahon. Y'all remember him? I remember. Yeah, we weren't. I, I mean, Pierre <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, no. well, Pierre, you know, uh, you know of Mike McMahon, right? No. Not really. Okay. Uh, so, not really. So, I I still say Goff is is playing more confident this year than last year. Last year he looked like a lost puppy. This year he looks like he just doesn't have it. He looks like a lost puppy this year too. <laughs> no man, he he looks like a puppy who doesn't know who his owner is this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that, that, you got to think about tough. it. That's that's tough, man. Because you got to think about it. We got one number two on this roster. We we don't have a number one. We have a number two, and he's had a concussion yeah. since week one. Yeah, right now with his 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 core right now, he's playing with a bunch of three fours and practice exactly. Oh, our our number one receiver right now is a kick returner, like like we don't we don't have anyone. Yeah, I mean, I, I factored you know, and that's the thing. I didn't put it all on golf. I factored in that he has, he doesn't have the receiving core, but he's not playing the way he's supposed to play either. As far oh. as any, I would say like even like a good quarterback would play with with these oh, guys. No. I mean, he's playing no, at a I'm, below average. He's playing at a below average level right now. He's I'm not excusing him. He's the reason we lost the fucking game, but he's also part of the reason we were still in the game for so long because he didn't make any stupid ass plays for as long as he did. Yeah. Until the end. Until, you, until, until the until end. Yeah. Up, until you screwed up. Until, until you decided you wanted to give Jalen Ramsey a gift by throwing yeah. a pick. You should have just fucking eaten. Or threw but, it out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, threw it out of bounds, ate the ball, something, but he kept us in it for long. Enough. He, he's a quintessential game manager, man. He's, he's case Keenum or, no, no, no. Case Keenum, Case Keenum is probably better. better right now. Well, right now, okay, yeah, but like he, he ain't it. I get that, but hey, I just want to give props to our defense. They balled out. Like I did not sure expect did. us to even be in this game. Yeah, AD had these guys playing, and like once he actually gets like the talent there, like once they get legitimate talent, really good football players, and they use their, that scheme, man, the defense could be really good. Uh, yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree with right. that. I thought, yeah, once they get like real playmakers and stuff in there, oh man. I think Mike is being a little harsh on our uh, our young guys too, our rookies on defense because I think they've been playing it pretty good. Yeah, that that was a little. Yeah, that was a little yeah. too hard. I'm 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 proud, I'm proud of all those guys, man. I think they all played yeah, I, phenomenal. Hey, I, I think we got a, I think we got a diamond in the rough there. At corner. Jerry Jacobs. Jerry Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely yeah, playing he's, he's looked good. a lot better. He's looked real definitely. good. Uh, I think Akuda's going to have a fight yeah. on his hands next year. Uh, I, don't, I, don't really, I don't really know. Well, I mean, those Achilles injuries are hard to come back mm-hmm. from. We think, we personally think, like, the podcast crew, all three of us, and shout out to Malcolm, was Malcolm's idea first, that probably... Replace moves, Will Harris? No, probably... Yeah, pretty much. Probably a yeah. move to safety help, will help his career, because he has range. He, he could tackle... Um, He's lengthy. He's long. You know what I mean. So he's not afraid to get down low yeah. and mix it up in run support. Yeah, he's got fluid hips. He's also, like, but he's a smart kid. He's a smart kid too. He seems yeah. like he's a step yeah. slow. So safety might be the best. I mean, he could fucking uh, Charles Woodson this shit just yeah, early, or even 
Or even Quandre Diggs. You know, that, yeah. that's what saved, yeah. that's what saved his Diggs. career. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, that's what saved his career. Yeah, and I, think, I think that's going to do the same thing. It's, it's going to save Akuda's career. Yeah. Now, would Akuda do that? I don't know. I think he would, but yeah. I don't know because um, he's a young guy and he probably still thinks he's a good corner. Uh, I mean, he's a young guy, but I think at the same time, the way these players have been talking about the coaching staff, I think he's got a lot of respect for Aaron Glenn. You know, this dude's a corner who played at a high-ass level in the NFL for a lot of years. I think if Aaron Glenn says the best thing for his career is probably to make a switch to safety, he'll probably take him up on that. Well, we don't even know if the Lions view that. We just yeah. kind of view that. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know if the Lions where he's at, but that, that'll be um, wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they probably thought about it. Like, they probably maybe bring it up. Like, hey, this kid doesn't look 100% as fast as he was or something. Maybe try him at safety or something. But we'll see. It's too early to talk about because he's still in the early process of his rehab. Yeah. I mean, and he still, this is only his second year, but it's not looking good so far yeah, for him. Contract, this contract is fully guaranteed, so it would be dumb to get rid of him. But mm. he's oh, yeah. Slack. Yeah, four plus the fifth-year option. Like, he's he's in here for at yeah. least the two next two years. So be stupid to try and get rid of him when you got so many oh. other holes. I mean, I think we're a right a right guard or – something away from being a solid offensive line. Like, I don't know. We need a number one and we need Goff to actually be a real quarterback or get another one. Oh, and it was Ritter I was talking about last year. All right. Or last week when we were talking. It was Ritter I was talking about. I went back and looked. Got you, got you, got you. Oh, yeah, Ritter. Ritter but, but now he's but, getting... Uh, David, huh? we're over time. Uh, I have to end this, bro. We're like a lot over... <laughs> But thanks for coming on, guys. Appreciate it. Um, hopefully next week the Lions get their first win against the Eagles. Stay tuned for that. We'll have we'll have all the breakdown. We'll have a pregame, postgame. I'm out. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm. And with that, this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.